0: blessed this morning to have life in our lungs and we just give god all the glory we give honor to our apostle uh willie talbert and pastor mamie talbert and to you the good people of god who are viewing us on facebook youtube or our website or even using a mobile app Uh, we just welcome you uh to this sunday morning worship experience amen and so and keeping in line with our theme no more limits on god uh, and then just continuing uh what Apostles started last week as far as the trusting god is the foundation i felt led to just continue that and we're going to call it trusting god is the foundation part 2 amen and so our scripture once again will be coming from psalm 23 psalm 23 And this will be from the uh, Christian Standard Bible. Amen. And so Psalm 23 says this, The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger for you are with me and your rod and your staff. They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness, only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live. Amen. God's word is blessed. God's word is blessed. And so Apostle uh, dealt with the first two verses on uh, last Sunday. And so I'm going to start out with uh, verse three, uh, which says he renews my life. He leads me along the right path for his name's sake. He renews my life. And so. In our theme on no more limits on God, you have to have that foundation of trust with God. You have to have that uh, have that uh, sense of knowing and living that God is your shepherd. God is He's going to watch out over you. He's going to He's going to guard you. And so, I like how verse three says He renews my life. And in this week, I've just been meditating on that verse alone. And that's not the only verse I'm going to deal with. uh, But there was something about that verse that he renews my life. And so as I started to look up the word renew in the Hebrew, that word is "shub" in the Hebrew to bring back to the starting point or to restore, to bring back to the starting point or to restore. And so I don't know who what you've been going through the last couple of months, last year, uh or even years. Um but I strongly sense that God is going to bring us back. He's going to he's going to show us that he can restore years. There there have been things that uh you've gone through that you felt have drained you but god promises in psalm 23 the shepherd says he says he renews god he renews my life he renews my life and so he's going to when i when i'm walking in right relationship with him there's something about that connection that i have with god there's something about that that There's something about his life that overwhelms my life and brings me back and gives me back time. We we have to understand that uh, in God, we have to trust God to give you to give us back all the time that we thought was lost. We have to trust God to give us back all the time that we thought was lost. And you may be sitting there like, yeah, yeah, I've gone through so much. How can he do that? He can do it. He can do it. We, he can actually, he, he promised in Joel. He said that the years that the canker worm, the palm worm, all those parasites, all, all the years that they have taken from me, from that person, the person in relationship with God, God says, I'm going to give it all back. I'm going to give you that time and so the one thing that when i think about this trusting god is the foundation then i start to think this god is restoring your expectation yeah that's what he said to me god said god is restoring your expectation and your sense of wonder just like you had at the beginning how many of us remember when we were when we first got saved the the expectation for the goodness of God. And then when God did something for us. We just were in awe of him. It could be the smallest. What would appear to be the smallest thing. But we were in awe of what he did. And it opened up our life for supernatural displays. Of his glory. Of his power. Of his of His majesty. And, and, and God says I want to give you back that expectation, yeah. So when he gives back those years, then he's giving you back that sense of expectation, that that sense of wonder. And I think about my daughter and how my daughter is at the stage now where she's amazed at what we take for granted. She's amazed at what we take for granted. And and it's just amazing to see that she can still be surprised. And when she sees something, it could be something very simple. And she gets excited about it. And, And that does something for me. As her father, that does something for me. And not only am I learning from her on what it means to still have wonder. But now I begin to delight in surprising her with the simple things like the other day I picked her up from school and when I picked her up from school I had our, our dog in our car and don't worry I cracked the windows and so I had the dog in the car to surprise her because she always asked dad can you bring cookie can you bring cookie and, and so this one day I said you know what let me bring her You know, let me bring her. And when she gets to the car, she'll be so surprised. And she was so excited. She was so excited. And it did something for me to see my daughter excited like that. And so God, Jesus said, if you want good for your children, what do you think about God? He wants better for us. He wants better for us. And so you have to believe that God is going to restore your years and with restoring your years he's going to restore your sense of expectation and your sense of wonder and then another thing God told me he was going to do is God is restoring life dreams and goals that you have long given up on yeah yeah not you wanted to start the business but it would have been great when you were younger and you thought you could afford to take risks, but now I can't do that. But God says, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You wanted to go to school, but now you think, oh, I don't want to be the oldest person in class. There there are people, I saw in the news one time, there was a woman who was 100 years old graduating from school. It, you, you, You may want to take a trip somewhere. Now that the world is starting to open back up, you want to take a trip somewhere. You've always wanted to go to Paris. You've always wanted to go to an island or something like that. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. It's being willing and expecting that when I step out on faith that God is going to God is going to support me. God is going to support me. And so we have to begin to have that sense of expectation, that sense of wonder, and then understand that God is restoring your life dreams and your goals that you've given up on. Just because you've given up on it, don't mean God forgot about it. And so you should never again say, I'm I'm too old. Because time belongs to God. And God will make time an abundant resource at your disposal. So steward it well. I know we like to quote the scripture. You know, where, where it talks about, you know, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But you need to understand that part of those riches, time is included in those riches time is included in those riches. And so he's given time to actually be at your disposal as a resource, an additional resource. See, we limit it to money, but time is an abundant resource at your disposal. And so all God asks for you to do is steward it well. And then we have to we have to understand that um, when God gives you the time. Be excited about it. Again, it's that expectation and sense of wonder because he when He does it, guess what? When He does it, you can only be in awe of what He does because how could it have been done otherwise? except for God. And so, God told me this. He said, this is a time of divine appointments. Your faith in God will always put you in the right place at the right time. When you get up in the morning, before you step out your door, you need to declare That this is the time of divine appointments for me and I'm always in the right place at the right time. I'm always in the right place at the right time. Those favor, those favor moves, those God connections are gonna happen as you begin to believe and, and as you begin to decree over your life that this is a time of divine appointments for me. The favor, the resources, everything I need is is being released right now and i'm always in the right place at the right time i remember uh in in one particular situation you know i i needed something and and so i began to declare i'm always in the right place at the right time i'm always in the right place at the right time and i began to believe that every day i'm always in the right place at the right time and one particular day as i was walking somebody met me and they had something for me because i was in the right place at the right time one day i I remember uh a i remember when i was living in texas uh i would declare this divine appointments always in the right place at the right time and i remember a god move i ended up with uh multiple tvs and and other appliances and everything like that and i'm like wait i came down here with none now all of a sudden i got I think I had about three or four of them and I'm like wow and then I had some other things and I'm just like wow this is God because I was always in the right place at the right time and so we have to believe we have to have that sense of expectation because that sense of expectation and wonder and 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 believing that we we are deserving You are deserving of those divine appointments. And divine appointments are appointments that have to be God ordained. You can't manipulate this. You You can't do anything in your own power and strength to make it happen. Because when God makes it happen and he moves you and aligns you. And you are willing to get in alignment with him then he causes favor to meet you there. He causes everything you need to meet you there. So begin to declare, I'm always in the right place at the right time. Then the next thing, expect to be led by God. Expect to be led by God. When he starts leading you, just follow even when you're not clear about everything that's the other thing about my little girl like well i'll say okay we're gonna go i'm gonna take you somewhere and so she'll say where are we going where is that you know and it's like just be patient And and trust that we're going somewhere good and that's what God is saying to us he's saying just be patient and trust that I'm taking you somewhere good our trust is broken Uh uh-huh the reason why it's so hard for you to not set a limit on god is because your trust is broken you've had so many life experiences that were negative to where now it's hard for you to fully commit and fully trust god the way you need to martin luther king says this he says faith is taking the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase And we have to understand that our faith in God will preserve us during times of adversity and crisis because God knows God is always there. He knows he's always with us. But we, because we can't feel, we don't feel like he's there. We doubt that he's there. And so here's stay tuned. Here's, here's what happens. Crisis and adversity actually force us to confront the skepticism that might be in our own hearts. No, not me. I trust God completely. Do you really? Do you really? Christ time times of adversity when things are not going your way that will show you the skepticism that might reside in your own heart and all skepticism is this doubt as to the truth of something doubt as to the truth of something and then this skepticism will put experiences above god's word making it difficult for us to receive the promises of god for our life let that sink in and ask yourself the question have i allowed skepticism to cause me to put my experiences above his word when his word says this but do i say no because in the past it doesn't always you you, you know those sayings it, it, it's here here's something the america the uh, dictionary of psychology uh actually says about skepticism it's marked by three behaviors an attitude of questioning disbelief and doubt an attitude of questioning disbelief and doubt can you identify with any either one of those things or all three of those things have you ever questioned and where do we where do we see God God's promise or God's will question the very first time in the garden. The serpent says, has God really said? And so that planted the seed to where there's quite often too many times where instead of trusting God completely, we say, well, is it really gonna work out like that? is he really going to come through for me like that how is he going to do it and because we can't wrap our minds around it our finite limited minds that's why they're contained in a head because they're limited our brains are limited and and so we begin to question And that reveals the skepticism that that resides there. But here's here's something I want you to take take away. Faith doesn't eliminate questions, but faith knows where to take them. That's Elizabeth Elliot, Elliot. Faith doesn't eliminate questions, but faith knows where to take them. So when you do have questions, you take them to God and you leave them there and let God answer them. and so questions aren't necessarily bad but allowing questions to separate us from faith in the promise in the goodness of god because that's that that's the whole thing conflict the conflicts that arise are conflicts that arise to challenge god's goodness but guess what god is always good even when life is not god is always good and nothing will ever change that that's that's why at the end of Psalm 23 and I'm rushing ahead but at the end it says goodness and mercy goodness and faithfulness goodness and steadfast love but goodness is always there and so our relationship with God becomes, as as we begin to build that on that foundation of trust and, and, and we start to walk with the Lord, our relationship with God will become a guardrail during the journey of our life. And you know what guardrails are, right? I don't know if you've ever been on a highway, and especially on one of those windy roads, but they have those guardrails on the side so that you don't go over the edge. And so our relationship with God acts like that. Life bumps you around. Maybe some bumps in the road. But because you know who God is for you and what he wants to be for you even now. That keeps you from going over the edge. And so even though you may say, I come close to the edge, say, I'm not going over. I'm not going over the edge because my faith in God is what's keeping me steady. It's what's keeping me on the road. Many of you have not lost your minds because you believe God. God's goodness to you, God's faithfulness to you.